You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Caris Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Today, I get to speak on the power of right thinking. The power of right thinking. Somebody say, the power of right thinking. Okay. Now, I think that we have been able to establish to a very large extent for those of you who have not heard it or you've not um, um, listened to it, go and listen. It is free. If you go to the... Um, the audio guys, they will be able to rip it up for you. Amen. And get the word, listen and share. Amen. If you believe that this word must go everywhere, why are you not sharing it? You yourself should listen again and again and again and again and again. And then you keep sharing them. Praise the Lord. Okay. So, we have established that the word works. And you need to have the word in your spirit. Praise the Lord. You need to make sure that the word is deep in the soil of your heart. Are you understanding me? That you are walking with the word. Warring with the word. Winning with the word. Hallelujah. Wherever you go, you speak the word. Amen. You don't just recite it, but it is in your spirit. And you believe what you are saying. And you know it cannot fail. So far as you're speaking it, and it's in your spirit, it will work. Praise the Lord. We said that in the beginning was the word. And the word in the Greek says, is with God. And the word is God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. Without him, nothing was made that was. I just like that. So number one, God and his word are the same. Don't put the word of God below God. In the beginning, what's the word? The word is with God. And the word is God. So don't put God's word below God. We most of the time trust God. But we are not able to trust his word because we think his word is subservient to him. But God's word is God. When you hear God's word, you are hearing God. Praise the Lord. And he says, right from the beginning of creation, oh, he is with God. And all things were made through him. And without him, nothing was made. That was made. He didn't say it. He said him. 
So give me the next slide. So what did I say? I said, by the word, you can create your own world. Without him, nothing was made. That was So, God creates. The enemy wants to try and destroy what God has created. So, sometimes you see things that were created so originally beautiful take another shape for which the creator did not do. Oh, hello. So, how do you get them back to their original state? By the word. Why? Nothing was made that was made without the word. Oh, praise the Lord. So whatever you want to see back to its original state in its beauty and glory like it was created, go back to the word and create your own so your world of career is going bad. Go back to the world. And by the word, create your world of career. So your marriage is getting bad. Oh, by the word, create your world of marriage. Are you understanding me? Speak to it. Speak the word to it. That which created it, speak to it. And it will come back in shape. Praise the Lord. Whatever you don't like around you, speak the word to it. Speak its creator to it. Speak. 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 Speak to it. Tell them to speak to it. But the problem is that we get very laid back with the word. Sometimes not because we don't think that the word is powerful, but we think that the word of God is negative. Because we have been giving a certain concept of God, that God is negative. God wants to kill you. God wants to condemn you. It's like God is always waiting for you to do something so he will pounce on you. And so the way we see God, that's how we see his word. And so you see, if somebody comes to this church and I'm preaching the word, and they don't see anything condemning and negative, they'll say, pastor is not preaching hard. Because throughout your whole life, that has been your expectation about the word of God. Because that's how you have been made to see God. Hey, are you here? Proverbs chapter 23 verse 7. Tell the next person, change your thought about God and about you. 
Proverbs 23, 7. It says, for us, he thinks. In his heart. So is he. Many times we read the scripture, we don't add the next. We only do the A, we leave the B. But let's add the B. He says what? But his heart. So, for us, a man thinks in his heart, that is what he really is. And then he goes to explain to you what he means and what the principle is. What he is professing or telling you is not exactly what is in his heart. So he's telling you to eat and to drink. But who he really is in his heart, he's saying, he will come to nothing very soon. So his mouth is encouraging, but his heart is mean. But the real person of who a person is is not what they are saying. But it's what they are thinking. Oh, hello. It's what they are. It's what they are. So it's not what you say. That is why you must first believe the word and then you speak it. Hey. We believe with the heart unto righteousness. And the mouth unto Saul. Is that right? So first the heart must. Then that is who you are. Because that's what reveals who you are. Then the mouth will speak who you. Jesus put it in another way. Out of the abundance of the heart. So Jesus is saying that's the principle. When people speak, it must reflect what they are thinking. Hello. So I said, next slide. You are the express resemblance of your mind. You are an express resemblance of your mind. You look like your mind. The way you dress is because of how you think. The way you talk is because of how you think. Whatever you do is a reflection of how you think. Anybody who opens their mouth and they start cursing, that's the way they think. When people open their mouth and they start blessing, that's the way they think. 
can never be consistently different. No, it is not possible. And very soon it will show. Hello. And so for most of us, the way we think about God and the way we see God, that is the same way we respond to his word. If you see a pastor preaching condemnation, that's how they think about God. It's, ref it's reflecting what they are pre- as a matter of when they are reading the Bible, they only see condemnation. Okay, pastor, I've never heard you preaching the power of sin. Okay. When I read the Bible, I see grace that overcame sin. So sin is not the most powerful. So I'll rather preach grace. It made sin little. You have not spoken about how Satan is powerful. Oh. So some of you go to churches and you run to the place and they tell you everything negative about your life. And you live there wondering. Two years time, your child is going to die. In the next year, accident. In the next two years, oh really? Whoever is talking to you, they are revealing how they see God and God's plan for you. Yes. And they see that the devil is very powerful and he's the one that influences your life. Run away from such places. Did you hear what I said? Run away. Run away. Unfortunately, that is what we like. You are an express resemblance of your mind. Give me the next slide. John 3, 34 to 36. I'm continuing with John. Because John was the one who make us understand that God together with his word are and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Okay, good. So I'm continuing. I could have done 
something from Paul and all, but I just decided to continue with John. So you can get the consistency. So now, I want you to look at how God sees you. So you can change how you perceive God. Change it. Then it it will begin to reflect on how you see yourself. Hello. Okay. I'm reading from the Message Bible. Let's all read it together. Go. Okay, so who did God send? Jesus, the word. Are you getting the point? Good. So what word does he speak? Because he is God, he speaks God's. Are you getting the point? That's why you don't have to speak fairy tales. That's why you don't have to speak your culture. That's why you don't have to speak your experience. If you are like God, you speak God's word. Oh, hello. Ah, you said what? You are an Ashanti. And so what? You are a gun. And so what? Hey, wait, wait, wait. If they cut your blood, would they see a gun blood? Ah, if they cut your spirit, would they see a gun spirit? You have originally now been born of what you were made of. That's why you were born again. You are not born by the spirit of God. So you speak. You speak God. The reason why you are called a gun is because your great great grandfather was a gun. That is it. But there's nothing in you that makes you a God. Who you really are is your spirit. Am I speaking to you? Leave this earthly understanding and begin to operate like who you are. He rushes out the spirit in bits and pieces. Do you know why Jesus is called the anointed one? Because every other that came before Jesus, they received the spirit in bits. But the reason why he is called Jesus the Christ, the anointed one, is because the full measure of the spirit. And in the same way he poured the full measure in you. Come on. Come on. Come on. He says, the father loves the son. I like the word. Extravagantly. Extra. Extra. Vagantly. 
extravagantly. And look at the word he uses. He turned everything over to him so he could give it away. A lavish distribution of gifts. Hello. Do you see a mean God here? Do you see a wicked God here? We'll show you the next why he did all this. Give me the next verse. Go. That is, I like that is why. So it brings clarity. Okay, that is. Mm-hmm. What is everything? Everything. 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 He did not rush in his spirit to the sun in bits and pieces. So whoever trusts him and trusts the son, he gets everything that was given to the son. Oh, hello. Hello. Everything. Life complete. And forever. Oh my God. Life complete and forever. Not temporarily. Not in bits and pieces. Full life. So if you have to be wealthy, you have to be wealthy. The entirety of life. You don't fear death. You have to be healthy. You have to be strong. Everything that is good in life, you deserve. He does. And it has been lavishly given. Lavishly. We'll be talking about that's why every promise you see in the New Testament is in the past tense. Because it has already been given. What the believer does is to make claims. Because it is called an inheritance. Ah. Ah. Who works by themselves for an inheritance? How do you call it in tree? Samansu. Why na ye juma? Somebody has worked. And you make a claim to it. The believer makes claim. Somebody already did all the work. When we trust Jesus, whatever the Father gave him, we are. Oh, praise the Lord. Look at the opposite. Look at the opposite. Look at the opposite. Go. And that is also why the person who avoids and distrusts the sun is in the dark 
Go. All he experiences of God. So God is not angry with you. Why? You trust the son. You have received the son. That is the only difference. And it is major. It is the striking difference. Oh, hello. That's the striking difference. So don't ever compare yourself with the unbeliever. And don't put yourself in the same stance. God can never be angry with you. It's not possible. It is not possible. The day God is angry with you, then Christ must come again. And start the whole process again. Because the word has already been given. And the deal sealed. Hallelujah. Christ we are dead. Oh, thank God for Jesus. Why would you run away from a word like this? Because they've told you a lot of fairy tales from Sunday school. Eey, these people, they poisoned us all. Hey! You know, when we were kids, we didn't like going to church. And my dad would always force us. Because when you are going to church, you are afraid. That something that happened yesterday, God will strike you. We had a choir master. <laughs> hey! The choir master himself was a drunkard. But the songs he will make you sing. Honey, <laughs> direct. Direct. You know direct. Nyamie Juma. Nyamie Juma namuye niseye. And then the choir will respond. Eni kokonseya. <laughs> and then they started mentioning the sins in quantums. <laughs> so listen, your experience with God is not darkness. That is not your experience. Your experience with God is a lavish distribution of gifts. And life that is complete, not temporarily, but permanent. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Look at something. Give me the next. 
If your concept of God is negative, it will affect your thought, mindset, or your concept of his word. Change your thought. It's a wrong thought. Tell the next person, think right. Tell them how God sees you is how you must see yourself. And ask them, how is God seeing me? As a son or a daughter. Loved. Lavished. With life complete. Distributing gifts. Lavishly. Not just temporarily. Forever and ever. Amen. So what it is is that anytime you are going into God's word, look out. He has a gift for you. Are you getting the point now? Every time you are going to God's word, expect a gift. He told Peter, I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Why? Because they are keys to open doors for which they are gifts stored for you. Anytime you are going to the word, they are keys to open your success. Your full life. Your career. Everything that he has for you. Keys to open them. It's not meant for your destruction. It is meant for you to enjoy the full life. Oh praise the Lord. So anytime the word is coming. It is meant for you to enjoy the full life. That's what. When you come to church. That is what God gives me the grace to open your eyes to. So that the full life he wants you to enjoy, you will enjoy. Some of us are living life below the full life. Oh, hello. He wants you to enjoy the full life. You will come up to it. I said you will come up to it. You will come up to it. If you are in this commission, you will come up to it. I, come, I said you will come up to it. You will come up to it. Give me that. So, if God loves me, it means God accepts me. Is that right? If God loves me, it means God has a plan for me. If God loves me, it means God has made provision for me. If God loves me, it means God will protect and perfect all that which concerns me and my assignment. Oh, praise the Lord. So why should I be afraid? Why should I be walking in doubt? Why should I be walking seeking for people to pity me? And I always put myself in a place to be pitied. You see, some of you tell your stories just because you want to, people to show pity. You know, you like it. You like it. You, you enjoy it. Oh, really? Oh, so it happened to you. Oh. They did that to you. 
Oh, they are wicked, Papa. But you like it. You like it. The human nature likes it. But may your spirit repel it. You have everything it takes to surmount. You have everything it takes to break through. You have everything it takes to stand against it. The word of God is in you. Praise the Lord. You are not to be pitied. You're not. You're the best. Because you have been accepted by him. He loves you so much. He has a plan for you. He's working towards that plan to make sure it comes to pass. Only if you can just trust him. Trust him. That should be your mindset. That should be your mindset. When you are walking, walk through. Hey, the witches in your house. Where are they coming from? So you think this God would just allow this beautiful, wonderful stuff he has created and made for you for witches. The low level. If you see the guy cry, he doesn't bath. And you are afraid of something that doesn't, that looks, go to the house of a shrine and you see the place and you see the person. And you see all the glory you carry. Because they make you feel that you need help. And they can help you. Oh my God. Do you know why believers have been come, come very vulnerable? Because even, even, even pastors and prophets make believers look very little. So we can make them feel little and then we will feel big over them. You know what I mean? Oh, my word. No. You are the best. It's not because I'm flattering you. That's what the word says about you. He said, oh, the president loves you. The president loves you. Really? The president? Hey, are you sure? Yes. He said I should call you. Hey! The president. And look at you. The president. Who needs help from IMF? <laughs> to survive. And he loves you. And you think your problems in life. And I'm telling you about the one who created you and everything around you, including the president and how much he loves you and you think it's ordinary. <laughs>
who twisted your mind? We'll continue next week. Grace, glorious grace. At the cross, you called it finished. Thank you for listening to Grace Bills by Reverend Josh Lai, Lead Pastor, Caris Center International. We believe the word has begun a good work in you. May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life. Caris Center International, living heaven on earth.